What's up, podcast? Sev here. I am about to interview uh, my very first TikTok creator, and this is going to be a new segment in my uh, podcast called the TikTok Creators. Uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a while before we come up with a proper name. But uh, our first inaugural guest is Scott Borson, and he is. Uh, tuning in for all the way from over east uh, and being interviewed via Skype so I hope you enjoy good thanks I don't have a I don't have a real big intro or anything like that yet <laughs> that's don't have good. a fancy little thing maybe maybe one day but um, it'll probably be like a five to ten second intro so people don't lose interest but uh, um, yes yeah, Scott welcome to my first official TikTok podcast. Um, Thank been, you. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been waiting to do this for a while. Um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Just see how it goes. Um, yeah. What is, um, what is your, yeah, tell, tell me about yourself. Straight into it, about yeah, myself. straight into well, it. What, a, what about me? Like <laughs> the backstory of how I got into it or yeah, just about just, me? Just about general? you in general. Um, think about think about the fans. What, how would they how would they want to know? What's the most what common question about Oof. you? Do they do they ask? I don't really know. Well, obviously, the most common thing I see is first, first, first. How are so many people oh first? I'm first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's not really a lot of uh, that sort of thing, and I haven't gone live in quite a while, so I don't get a lot of questions that way either. This is just my personal preference, but um, I guess. I'm just a 24-year-old TikToker. <laughs> so no. I guess like the, the number one question I get from when I'm um, live uh, or questions when I'm doing Q&A is how did I get started? How What got me into TikTok? So I guess I can ask you the same question. How did you get into TikTok? Um, well, I was... Mm, it was actually just over a year ago um, and I'd been scrolling the app for a while, hadn't created an account, so it was all just watching videos, no liking or interacting with any other creators. Um, and I thought, oh, this is actually a bit like Vine when Vine was years and years Yeah, ago. I remember Vine. I was a big user. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I wasn't a user at the time, but afterwards I thought, oh, I wish I was. Um just not in that stage of my life, obviously. Um, so I thought, oh, this could be another opportunity to um, do something online and create my own stuff, just another outlet for creativity, I guess. Um, and so I thought, oh, how can I be different? Um, and yeah, I kind of just got into it that way and started creating as another another outlet. Nice, nice. And um, are you, so what do you do outside of, this or is this your is this your thing uh that's a good one actually so for the last oh how many years now four yeah probably about four years uh i ran an event production company so we did all sorts of things from uh photography and videography right through to live event production and management um and i'd been getting more and more into the video side of things over the last couple of years um, and so this was just another opportunity to put those skills to use in something slightly different and learn something new um, uh, and until recently, that's what I've been doing. So, and now, it's, now it's more uh, your own thing, your own project. Is that this is your, dare I say, it full time thing? Uh, it's no, not quite full time thing. Can't can't justify that with uh, 
the lack of um, monetary value that it currently holds. Yeah. Um, currently. Or the lack of income it brings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's... Uh, it's been a little bit quiet lately while I've been working on other things, uh, but I'll start to get back into it more and more now. So it's more just a fun thing on the side, I guess. Nice, nice. Well, I guess I guess that's for me as well. It's like a fun thing on the side. I'm uh, just came out of nowhere, and yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, the kids like my videos. My local same school kids like my videos, and then all of a sudden something struck a chord, and I was like, oh, okay. 200,000 people have viewed and liked my video. And then next minute, the uh, there's a few kids just like commenting all the time. And I was like, oh. And then some kids at my school started saying, so you're famous. And I'm like, the word the word famous and me should not be in the same sentence. <laughs> it's actually, that brings up a very interesting point that I find that I think about a lot is the people's definitions of famous now are so different to oh my God. when I was growing up and no doubt when you were growing up. Yeah. Like now famous is 10,000 followers on TikTok, <laughs> which to me is like nothing. No, it, nothing. it doesn't mean much. There's no, no, there's nothing backing it really. Yeah. Like um, it's, I've, I've had, I've had a few friends on Instagram who have had, you know, 500,000 followers and they're not famous. They're no, but I would not. still give them like a higher level. Yeah. Of oh, there's fame. a hierarchy of um, how many like I feel that if you have five hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, then yes, you're probably internet famous. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon there should be like a map, like an infograph, created about this and uh, spoken about how what actual fame is. <laughs> Yeah, for me, ten thousand YouTube yeah. is the equivalent of five hundred thousand on Instagram, yeah, which is the equivalent like of nineteen million on yeah. TikTok. But um, for people can blow out of nowhere, like JoJo Siwa, that sixteen-year-old. I only found out who she yeah. was last week. Um, Ooh, you're a bit late to the party on I'm that. Very one. late to the party, but like I saw her stuff, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not like talking crap about it, but it's just like a, like a kids show, the next kids show. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, it's it's a new age um, Nickelodeon, really. Yeah. And you know, I'd love to be a part of that myself with my own sort of views and methods, but uh, I'm not really uh, desperate to do it either. Um, yeah. I guess if you, I guess if it just happens, you just roll with it. And you're like, sweet, I've got twelve million dollars in the bank and four cars, and I'm a sixteen year old. Fantastic. You know, that's. I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> No, I don't think anyone no. would really. But to get to that point, it's a bit of a yeah. machine process, I think. It's ridiculous. So because she actually she has a big backstory. I believe she grew up on a show called Dance Mums. Yeah, yeah, that's how uh, she got up. Yeah. So even that in itself, she's been in the um, performancey type yeah. entertainment space anyway for a while. I've got a sob story about my my journey, so I guess I can if I ever make it on American Idol or something, I can just before I perform, I can say I was a Russian immigrant and stuff, make people cry, get the golden buzzer, and then I'm away. Um, yeah, you're all good straight through to the finals. <laughs> you know that Grace Vandervoort chick, Vandervoort? No, you know I don't um, think so. She, she was a, a, a Britain's Got Talent contestant, and she won the show with the ukulele. Um, and I remember her because she was actually really good. And now she's her songs are starting to pop up on um, TikTok. 
And I'm just like, oh, that's going to help her a fair bit. Yep. <laughs> now that all these artists on TikTok are absolutely killing it. Like, yeah. Like, I think they're the real winners. They're the, the real winners. Are the people who are producing music for it. Yeah. Going back to the whole um, machine thing, I've got a few theories about TikTok and the machine and what their, what their kind of business model is or what they're, what they're doing. But uh, I feel like I'm just going to keep that one um, in my head just in case the Chinese government's listening. Um, yeah, keep, keep that one to yourself. Yeah. Use it and abuse it yeah. before giving it I think away. I that's like an in-person talk with no phones around. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently. But one thing I feel like cage. is we're, we're, all, we're all doomed in terms of um, facial recognition. We're, they've got us. They've got the whole Western world. 100% now. Sorted. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But I don't have But they probably did before the app anyway. Yeah. I don't have anything to hide. But yeah, um, okay. So, next question is um, with your TikTok, I'm going to say popularity, not fame. I think that's a better yep. word. Yeah. What are your, what are your ambitions? What are you planning to do with it? You don't have to say. Maybe, maybe like a brief. Any ideas? Um, see, that's a tough one. It's uh, when I started, I thought it'd be a stepping stone into further things, um, and it turns out that that stepping stone is a lot more difficult than people think. So, uh, with the existence of Vine, people obviously got Vine followers, and then they transitioned them to YouTube when Vine started to plateau. Uh, and I thought the same sort of thing may be possible where, you know, start with TikTok, grow that initial following, get your name out there, get your content style down and then transition to other platforms. But uh, because of the age of the app and the demographics of people on it, it's uh, very difficult to do that, I've found, um, at, at small scale. Obviously, when you get to larger scale with millions and millions, you can start to do it or yeah. see more of a result. Is it too early um, maybe? Uh, yeah, in a couple of senses, I think. Number one, in my size, uh, um, that's probably quite a small one. Um, and then two, in the maturity of both my content and the consumers. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And then see how we go. I mean, I guess it's just a waiting game. See what happens. Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit. And uh, a lot more work's got to go into it for that to actually be... Yeah, from uh, both successful. ends. From both ends. Like, I feel like TikTok is evolving. I don't see it going down anytime soon. Um, but kids' attention spans are so short these days. Um, yeah. You know, they have to they have to keep with the trends. They have to keep creators doing the trends. Otherwise, kids will be like, eh, I'm not confident enough to make my own content. Creators will stop creating. Although I think What's we're that? seeing more and more of those kids being um, that le- or having well, that level of confidence to that's create. That's the beauty of it. That's what I'm trying to project. That's my personal goal is to like I get a message maybe once or twice a day now, which makes my life when a kid goes, thank you so much. I've gotten, they start talking about followers and they're like, I've gotten 10,000 followers now. And I started yeah. a few weeks ago after watching your video. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, and then, but then I also like, mention to them just quickly watch watch your that you're not chasing the followers watch that you're doing it for the yep. love of it you know as a as a 29 year old now me i've i'm doing it for fun however i would love to be able to 
build that YouTube base, build that Instagram base. More the YouTube, really. The Instagram's for my business, and that's that's yeah. that's more that's more like a that's going to be a natural thing. So with my photography, I'll be I do push it out there and say, hey guys, I'm a photographer. If you know anyone or wants any photos, hit me up. It's not like, hey, please book a shoot with me. It's, do you know anyone? That's that's the deal for yeah. me. And then for YouTube, it's just bringing out a positive message in my own way. There's so many people doing it, but I've got my own way to do it, and uh, I feel like that's where I'm. Le- that's where I'm leaning. And mm-hmm. then uh, I think the byproduct will be any sponsors that see and want to latch on, and I'll be like, well, maybe yes, maybe maybe no depending on yeah. what brand it is. Like I see a lot of sellouts already and I'm just like, yeah, okay, Colgate, right? It, okay. It comes through a lot. Like that's, that's one thing that there's a couple of us who chat fairly frequently um, and it's one thing that we've discussed quite a bit is um, knowing what your brand is and sticking to that. Uh, there's a, a lot of people at the moment who are just taking every opportunity they can to um, take on sponsorships and things like that and it's great. Um, don't get me wrong, they'll make money. Um, but in the long run, it's not the smart move because you'll end up diluting your brand very early on. Yeah. And the app is still young. Yeah. I mean, I would love to I would love to have like a more uh, overall pie, uh, finger in every pie, as many pies as I can, um, but just more of a, an influence. I hate that word, to be honest, but an influencer to the youth. Um, to yeah. help them with their lives. And I've, I've been talking about my up-and-coming YouTube stuff where I'm going to start talking about surviving school and, mm-hmm. and through different year levels and how to do it and what to do. And I have so many kids respond to that saying, I can't wait, I can't wait, you know, like they want to hear about it. And they get yeah. to hear it through my stories as a student and also my stories as a teacher, which is rare i feel i don't think there's anything out there you don't like you don't often get those double ups no. no you often only hear one side of the story yeah and like um, i'm at that i'm at that age right now where we had phones at school i feel like a fossil now we had phones at school we had like um uh, what's it no what's the word nokia, nokia? Jeez, I can't even 33 yeah nokia's we didn't yeah. have touch screens or anything, but we still had no. that. Like, I know what it's like. I know that temptation. But yeah. man, when I was at school, the phone temptation was not as hard as it is now. My not God, at all. It's I very just, different. So I want to be able to project my stories and my advice based off of my experiences to kids. And that's what I found is the most valuable thing because I have um, – the experience and the stories, I can tell it with a hundred percent confidence because it's my story. Yeah. So that's that's really the valuable thing, and and that's what I'm trying to teach kids how to do as well. It's like they're like, oh, I don't want to post anything. People might. Um, oh yeah, cool. That's going to show up. Um, people might um, judge me and stuff. I'm like, oh no. Nah. And then they're like, oh, people might call me out. And I'm like, what are they going to call you out for? If you say what you did and what you learned from it, how can they possibly call you out? Yeah. And it's, like, oh, yeah. That's something that uh, even I found was interesting was initially the sort of stigma around creating on it. Um, but even then, there's one 
particular. So I did a lot of work with uh, schools throughout the sort of work that I was doing. Yeah. Um, and a couple of the students, it was interesting to see their um, reaction and the way that they interacted with me um, afterwards. Uh, and it completely changed. And the they student, know you on TikTok though? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so after they worked that out, um, it was interesting to see the interaction and how it changed. Um, and how did it change? Uh, it got worse from a professional standpoint. So they um, didn't treat me as well as they should have. Well, it was a um, negative. There was a negative change. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it was I really didn't expect that. But um, I put that down to a lot of the time the fact that they're not in the same position that I am in terms of creating. Um, they don't have the followers. They probably don't have the confidence to put themselves out there. Um, and like a lot of people who are successful, a lot of people try and pull them back. Um, and their age uh, is probably like lines up with that sort of mentality in my mind. Yeah. Which which I thought was really interesting. Didn't affect me. Didn't worry me at all. Um, no. In actual well, fact, I, I sent someone else to do the work there purely because it didn't look as good on a professional standpoint um, yeah. as it should have. Um which is fine. I half expected that day was going to come the day I started creating anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was really interesting to see. Whereas in your position, I think that's completely different because um, you've had this really long period of um, professionalism yeah, um, and you've got that little, like, little bit larger age gap um, than I would have at the time. Um, yeah, it probably doesn't exist so much. No, I mean, I've got some doubts for this coming year. I'm not going to be teaching full-time. I'm going to be a relief teacher for the one school that I was at last year. Mm. Um, the kids are all saying, I can't wait till you're back. I can't wait till you're back. I'm like, why? I mean, is it like in my head, I'm like, is it because now because of TikTok or is it because I'm a, te I'm a good teacher? The thing well, is I like th I think the last, yeah. A good teacher um, through my going through school anyway, uh, some of the best teachers were the ones who you could relate to. So the younger ones, the bubbly ones, the fun ones, uh, and you having this new connection that a lot of yeah. other staff probably don't no. um, makes you one of the fun teachers. It gives them something different to look forward That's to. That's what I discovered too. That's what I definitely discovered. Um, and, it, and it was super, like, it worked super well. Like the one story that I tell a lot of people when they ask me about TikTok and school and being a professional teacher um, is what did the school have to say? And um, one of the younger, one of the younger teachers, younger than you, she was 21, 22 last year, younger than you, man. Yeah. She, she, I don't want to call anybody out, but she, um, yeah, um, uh, dobbed on me pretty much, ratted me out. She was like, one of my students has uh, Mr. Moz on the phone, on his phone. He's watching Mr. Moz, Moz's videos. And there's more to it, but long story short, the administration was told, the principal was told, and I wasn't told. And she didn't come up to me or anything. She just went straight there. Um, and she's in charge of year 11s now. Yeah, I think it's... It's something that a good workplace um, or a system like that will appreciate that um, connections are one of the most powerful and important things. Yeah, and that's, and the way and that that's what interact. happened. 
Like that's what I that's what happened when I when I found out about it, I went straight to the principal and said, Hey, this is what's happening. I've been public for years. I don't have I, my my photography page has been public. I'm not going to put that on private. I've set up a few different communities um, in the photography world in in my area. I have one guy. I have one kid that I'll forever talk about. He's in year ten last year, and he built. He's he's got a successful business as a drone pilot for real estate, and and all because I'm not saying I'm not taking full credit, but. He messaged me before that time and said, "Hey, how do I, how do I reach out to clients better?" And I said yeah. to him, "What have you been doing?" And he's just been sending out generic messages. So we tinkered it. I taught him that he needs to be more specific to the brand, and then lo and behold, he got work. You yeah. know, like he did majority of the work, but it's that little instigator that he needed from me that helped him put over the edge. And I'm like, I want to do that at scale. TikTok is a platform I can do that with. Instagram's already a platform I've been doing it with. So, yeah. And then she she was like, sweet. That's actually amazing. But I did quote her own words. I said to her, you need to teach the kids the way of tomorrow and you need to take away what we've been teaching the kids or how we've been teaching the kids in the last 40 years. That was her yeah. own quote. So that was... I think that did well for me. That's brilliant. Um, and then she said to me, um, as long as there's a disclaimer and your views are not of the schools, and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but in my head, I'm just like, okay, I get to take all the credit now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a flex. That's a flex. <laughs> so so now I'm like, all right, cool. I've got I've got her blessing. And, you know, people are still umming and ahhing and they're going, you know, like, because they're old school. They don't know. And I'm yeah. like, look at my classroom. It's fun. It's, you know, we're, we're more on a kind of friendly basis, which is what you, you got taught at school not to do at university. Yeah. You're, their, you're their teacher, not their friend. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be their friend outside of school, but they need someone to trust. They need someone to be not a robot. And they're going to and we, listen and engage yeah. better. You know, like I remember um, teachers would be like, oh, don't talk, don't don't be too personal. Like if a kid asks you what you've been doing on the weekend, don't go into detail. I'm like, why not? I've got, I did some awesome stuff on the weekend and I learned from it. I, I did some cool things. I succeeded. I want to talk about my successes to the kids so they have some role model. What did you do on the weekend? Oh, I went and pissed away 300 bucks at the cast. I went and read a book. Yeah, well, I went and read a book. I, I sat that, down kids and, don't. And, and marked and stuff. And I'm like, cool, man, you do you. I'm going to do me. And yeah. one of the reasons, I haven't really talked about this um, much as well, is one of the other reasons I've taken a break from school is I feel like I'm restricted because mm -hmm. of that stigma, because the education department is still overwatching. Yeah. And I'm not going to make my own school. I'm not going to make my own academy. But... I feel like I've got my own ideologies that a lot of people around the world have started to go, hey, this is a better way of doing it. Yeah. And I've kind of linked it. But to be honest, my school's kind of on that path anyway. It's just those old school teachers or the ones in particular, and you, and you probably know this, the ones that come in um, straight out of school, straight into uni, and then straight into the classroom again, they've never left school environment. They've yeah. got no 
street smarts that have got no, no life experience, life experience. Really. yeah and and then all of a sudden you've got me who've had who had a five-year gap between school and uni primarily because i didn't really want to go to uni and i've got all these stories i've got all these crazy analogies and all these funny scenarios that i've been involved in and the kids froth that and they can see that i'm not a robot and i've lived life i've, li- I've played semi-professional football I got into sneaker collecting, all the list goes on, you know, <laughs> play guitar, photographer, personal trainer, like it's, yeah. and that was just me doing my thing and trying life out. Whereas all those teachers, again, no disrespect to them, they've literally just been in the classroom the whole time. How yeah. boring is that? Like, I feel like someone else said, you need to, you should not be a teacher until you're at least or studying to be a teacher until at least 25. I reckon that's pretty accurate. Yeah. First first half of your 20s, you should go travel. You should you should try every job under the sun because then you can actually tell them like the kids ask me, "I want to be oh, I work at Macca's, sir. People are teasing me about it." I'm like, "Well, you have a job." Yeah. More Do than they? half the people in this world don't have a job. Mhm. You're winning. Even in the country, there's a whatever that percentage rate of oh my god is. Yeah. but yeah we went on an absolute tangent and rant there but um we're going let's go back to the whole tiktok thing yeah. this is this is just my thing man like i don't know Circle if it's back. gonna go off or not but whatever like, everywhere. you can edit away anyway yeah yeah I, I probably won't eh, to be honest i just love the i love talking about like the journey but yeah. um speaking of our journey what are you what are you planning on doing in the next couple of years in the next couple of years, see, that's a long term. I um, I haven't actually thought that far in advance. Well, let's talk about the next two weeks then. The next two weeks, uh, yeah. quite an interesting one, I guess. Yeah. Um, by the well, we'll say by the end of the month because that's kind okay, of that's two weeks ish. Yeah. Um, so the new business will launch, um, which is quite exciting. And what um, is the new business? Are you allowed to say, or is it top secret? Um, it depends on when this goes out. No, I'm allowed to say. Um, it's a merchandise company, basically, um, cool. for online creators, um, sp- more specifically online creators in Australia. Um, so that's so like fun. shirts and stuff? Uh, eh, there's a couple of things. Um, okay. I-, I won't go into that, but yeah. Okay. It'll, uh, now I'm, I'm curious because I want to make merch. <laughs> um, well, we can have a discussion afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. No, it's... Um, I want to change the space, uh, especially in Australia, where there is very little of it, um, and so there's a huge market. Um, and it so actually it, is. Now you mentioned uh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So that launches uh, by the end of the month. Um, by the end of the month, I'll also be going full swing into my social media strategy. Um, so just really bringing in um, a lot more of my skills and putting them to use where they should go, I guess. Um, so my Instagram will pick up again with the content that it needs to have or that I want it to have, I should say, Um, TikTok content as well. Uh, my own podcast will be officially a podcast and not just, um, a short form media podcast. Um, and YouTube, I'm still undecided of, but it's like the last one in the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm the same man. Like with the social media, like I figured out different funneling techniques, but they have to give value. It's not like, hey guys, yes. follow me on YouTube. Why though? 
Yeah. Oh, I'm putting out stuff to do with school. Oh, yes. I'll subscribe. Yeah, great. Hey, guys, follow me on um, Instagram. Why, though? I have I make good photos. If you're into photography, oh, yes, I am. Oh, wow, you take good photos. Thank you very much. Yeah, and then, it's, um, yeah. it's one thing that I thought a lot about um, and just having... Um, just having a platform for one specific thing I think is great. So like you said, Instagram for photography for yourself, it'll be more yeah. or less the same for me. Um, so each different social media platform will have a different outlet of content um, and yeah. a different way of being creative in its own right. So it may not be the best strategy, um, but there's ways of linking it all together. Like you yeah. often see um, – creators do like literally short form media on their TikTok and then they'll do a longer version of it on YouTube. That's uh, like what I'm on. Reifenstein is one perfect example of that. She does her makeup tutorials or makeup videos, I should say, uh, on YouTube, which are the 10 minute long, sometimes 15, 20. Uh, and then she'll do a really short and condensed version of it for TikTok. But she also funny. does yeah. a mid length version on Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, so she That's has that pretty much the strategy. Yeah. That's a, pretty much the strategy I want to do. And Premiere Pro just released a um, a, a thing where you, you can start off big and it like brings it in. Yeah. I'm using my hands right now. You know what you can see it, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you can um, you can format it to each of those platforms. platforms. Which is yeah. Sick. For me, I want to I want to do the same thing. I want to create something overall for YouTube and then condense it in the short version. And then maybe for Instagram, have like a, a sneak sneak peek into part two for the people that are curious about it um, or, you know, like move them into Instagram or YouTube saying, hey, full version is here and that's how they can see it. Um, another thing I wanted to try is um, be a little bit cheeky with Instagram and put it on private to really force followers. Um, I, I, I don't, don't know, know if that works. It does. I've does seen it? it work. I've oh my god, I've seen it work. I'm just like, oh, that's ridiculous. It like, yeah, it just works. Yeah, um, I I think that whole strategy though, just jumping back a smidge, that whole um, one video condensed in different formats for different platforms. I don't know if that's the way of the future, and that's like not my. I'm not going to have enough outlets that way. So um, my TikTok will be sort of like comedy and skit based, but yeah. Instagram will be photography and more work based, but still entertaining yeah. in that sense. Um, and then YouTube, I want to be something completely different. So like it gives more me three sort of. different. Yeah, almost. I think that's more like the Instagram side of things because Instagram, yeah. there's two sides of things anyway. There's the standard posts and stories and then there's IGTV. Uh, and yeah. I have different plans for all of those in, yeah, I've in got, their own Yeah, I've got right. different plans. Like for my IGTV, it's all just informative, like motivational and uh, like stories. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to do with my photos though is I want to caption them with like not motivational, like live, love, laugh sort of crap. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, like a story or something a little bit more meaningful. I but, um, um I thoroughly enjoy my Instagram posts at the moment. There haven't been a lot, but I most of them are trying to just take the Mickey out of myself. Like my my favorite one is still my fifth post back. Which it's basically just a headshot of myself, um, and the caption I wrote 
was so grateful for the opportunities that are presented to me. I'm super happy to announce it as of Tuesday. My modeling career will be officially kicking off. Thank you to everyone who helped me get this far. And then I tagged the couple of mates who were with me and also Summers B Australia. Then hashtag Armani, hashtag Armani man, hashtag model. And that photo was taken at like 2 a.m. after we'd been going on a um, lemonade drinking session. Um, lemonade drinking and it was just a bunch of photographers and videographers and we were having some fun um, and got that photo mm-hmm. out of it and I thought that's just brilliant really um, I'm gonna look now I, I, mean, I haven't actually checked your Instagram before that's hilarious and then since so then I've just been taking the mickey out of myself but so many people thought it was real I thought oh, I just gotta keep this up and uh, it, it's been JBL more laughed by itself yeah well that was actually a sponsorship <laughs> But, uh, that was um, oh that was a deal for TikTok. They sent me the speaker, and I created a video to advertise for them, and that was good fun. Um, it wasn't sponsored too? on Instagram though, but yeah, just like so much fun. Even the last one, the Christmas ties, can be hard to come by. <laughs> like I tagged oh Target Australia, but then put my location as Zara. Um, it just, uh I have oh fun. God. I thoroughly so enjoy it. So I've got That's more awesome. of that stuff coming as well. I love it. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Oh, you went to America too. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Good. It's just a good all-round fun time on Instagram. Yeah. For me, I mean, I haven't posted in a couple of days now, but it's more just the, like work stuff. Um, but I enjoy it, the, the photos that I've put up. So yeah. Um, rebranding-wise, I mean, I've thought about it, but I think... I think I just need to stick to it and not, not think of, overthink it too much. Um, like it's definitely picked up a lot lately. Um, yeah. In terms of business and that, and for me, for me, I'm uh, I'm really hitting a chord, striking a chord with weddings at the moment. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the weddings. I want to do one-on-one photo shoots, but. It's yeah. I'm not pushing it as much as I am waiting. So if I if I try to jump ship, then everything will suffer. It'll be like a nah, everything too many sort yeah. of thing. And then as I'm editing photos, I notice I'm getting distracted and like get a TikTok idea. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go film now. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's an hour gone, and I'm just like, God damn it. And I mean. I'm excited to see what the next six months brings in terms of that. I don't really have a proper strategy. I have ideas and I just want to just ideas put out as themselves many ideas. are a strategy. Yeah. So, but like, like you said, the one thing that you said about, um, you know, like that Weifenstein got the short video, condensed video, and then a longer version. I want to try to do that long term. Like you said, it may not be a thing. I'm well, trying to. Th- I don't know if it's the way of the past though. Like it's worked for so many people so far, but social media is one of those things that's constantly evolving. And just because something has worked or is working doesn't mean it will in the future. Uh, And also just because it works for one person doesn't mean it'll work for everyone. She's in the very unique position where um, she's insanely talented at what she does. Oh my God, Um, she's so good. And she she drives herself up the wall. Like I have a video um, that I just have to finalize uh, from the actor awards where the bunch of us went down um, and she was hosting it. And I sort of followed her and her mind and her thought process behind um, like, like prior to when she was uh, presenting. 
and she filmed a video as she was going um, of her getting ready and it was truly insane to watch. She was putting on eye makeup to her camera for YouTube and then she stopped and immediately switched to Instagram and was putting on eye makeup then and then she stopped and switched for TikTok. And so within the space of about 30 seconds, she stopped recording two times to do the third recording as well. And so she was just going insane. Uh, I'm clicking. That's why there's sound coming through. I forget this is is a video podcast. And that's what I think. I don't know if it's sustainable for everyone. Uh, It's something that she does very well and the way her mind works is so brilliant in that sense. But I I don't know whether it works for everyone. I I found that during, during travel, like I'll be like, especially when I was more into Snapchat, I was like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to snap this story. Oh, save it, put it on Instagram. Oh, and then save it again and make it like a, a video all summarizing it all. And then I'm like, but who that's cares? that's the same <laughs> video. Like she yeah. was doing something different for each platform. Amazing. It wasn't it wasn't the one video that was cut down. It was actually yeah. three different takes and different things in each. And she's got her different personalities almost for each of them. Yeah, which, that's amazing. Yeah, and that's one thing that a lot of like travel people can't do, I don't think. Um, like the successful ones maybe, but those who are just starting to, and by successful I mean like the super high up, like millions of followers on YouTube, yeah. Instagram, etc. But those just starting, I still think um, those that sort of thing in public gets them a little bit um, yeah. and puts them... Oh, they, they don't have the charisma or the or the um the confidence to be able to do that. I or the stuff it attitude. Like yeah, I've got I've got I've got a stuff it attitude, and it's and it's very beneficial for me. Um, Actually, that's one thing that I found that through TikTok, mine has gotten so much better. Like it wasn't yeah. too bad to start with, um, but I've always been sort of conscious about what other people think of me, um in the sense that I like to keep a fairly clean uh, and safe image um, and creating a lot more recently, I've just like realized that eh, it doesn't actually matter that much um, <laughs> what people think. And it, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see like where the TikTok platform will go. So I'm going to sort of try and bring it back to that a little bit. No, uh, but all these creators who are creating in their bedrooms and doing so well, that's one thing. But I want to see a lot more people getting out and interacting and doing yeah. stuff outside. Um, yeah. There's one guy, Blake Owen. He's in. Um, you've probably seen some of his stuff. Um, he does a little bit more like lifestyle and vloggy type videos. Yeah. Um, and he's he's great with it. Like there's a lot of travel stuff that he does, and it's a lot of that sort of stuff which doesn't quite exist in mass on the app yet. Um, and I think that once these people start or once creators um, start to get out of their bedroom and start to create outside and I say create outside, it doesn't necessarily need to be like outside, but create with other people. I really think that's where the platform is going to grow and flourish yeah. into something that's, to be something that's, I brilliant. agree, man, 100%. This is why I'm, I'm also doing this to be able to like, you know, get to know you, get to know other people. Um, I mean, that group chat, um, most of the time, I'd rather just talk to people one on one. Yeah. Um, especially the other night, man, that was terrible. That was a terrible waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the last night's chat. I was just like, oh, why, yeah. why, yeah. why am I here? <laughs> I, I, yeah, that group chat is. Um, 
I don't know whether we should talk about it, but it's uh, it's it's changed over time. Um, yeah. It it used to be just us all taking the Mickey out of each other. Um, yeah. Like I had some really good banter with Ian Zaro and um, Natalie. Zaro. I can't wait to have a podcast like, with him. That's oh, really he's amazing. he's brilliant. I should actually catch up with him again. He's um he's in town um, now. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, he's brilliant. And there used to just be a lot of banter like that. Um, and then more and more people got it added, got added. And it's one of those group chat scenarios where you just think, Oh, I don't know if they understand where this is coming from. Like yeah, from the that's, outsider's that's literally, perspective. As soon as I came in, I was like, okay, who are these people? Okay. I've seen that person before. Okay. All right. Wow. Oh, okay. This is insane. There's a lot of, there's a lot of big time people here um, for TikTok anyway. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, no disrespect to anyone, like they're all amazing people, but yeah, just like, I don't know that I feel like it, it could be a bit more constructive. Yeah. I, I think a group chat like that is not really the scenario for constructive. Um, yeah. I've tried it in that group chat, but it just didn't work. I mean, no. obviously the whole podcasting, me calling out saying, Hey guys, I understand everybody's doing heaps of different things. Um, um, but like, I guess if I keep not pestering, but but saying, "Hey, anyone available for a chat, an hour?" You know, yeah, um, it'd be good to do it. I think um, a lot of the sort of people who are creating are still a little bit more introverted as well. Oh, absolutely! Um, My goodness, so, there's so many introverts, especially younger kids. Yes, and as like there are some kids on there that have got lots and lots of followers, millions of followers, yeah, millions of followers, and. I can just see them not um, not clicking the right way and just chasing more and more followers and more and more engagement. Yeah. And then one day it might just go away. And because they weren't taught how to, you know, evolve with the program or whatever, yeah, they will crash and burn. And I'm just like, well, you know, it's I'm just going to take a step back because I tried to reach out, but you know, I'm just going to take a step back and watch, get yeah. my popcorn out in the cinema with Michael Jackson, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, watch the world. Hopefully, not burn. But <laughs> no, I, I completely agree, and I'm pretty sure I know the same style of creator, if not the same creator that you're thinking about. Um, and it's something that, again, like you mentioned, that chasing followers, um, that. You can't have that as a metric for success. Uh, mm. I think the metric for success should be goals. What do you want to create? What do you want out of it at the very end? Oh, dear. Um, yeah. And that's something which I think a lot of the young yeah. youngins don't quite get. They just see or well, they've grown up with these people on YouTube that they've watched um, and on Instagram and on other platforms like Vine where the followers are the metric for success. Um if you have a million followers, you get the gold play button on YouTube. If you get so many hundred thousand on on Instagram, you'll be verified, and that blue check is a metric a metric for success. Um, and so, this follower count is suddenly in today's yeah. society for these younger kids. I think has become that metric for success, where in actual fact, it doesn't mean much at all. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't definitely understand what you're saying. It's like they need to have a more of a reality check and have a bit more perspective on life. And I mean, like, it's not just it's not just the 
TikTok people or anything. It's kids at school. I see them. They talk about, can you, have, can you give me a shout yeah. out? Can you follow me back? And I'm like, why? Tell me why. Tell me what you think will happen. And they can't tell me. Some of them tell me straight up. They're like, oh, yeah. I'll be more popular. And I'm like, that's the wrong attitude. Straight up, that's the wrong attitude. And it's just, I, I, and I, I go on a tangent and tell them about my school popularity life. And it wasn't that great because I just didn't care. I did care at one point, and then I was like, you know what? I don't yeah. care anymore. I'm just going to go hang I out mean, with my geek friends, play Counter Strike. And I'm, computer I'm going to sound a little bit potentially then, like a hypocrite here, yeah. too. I do think um, in the coming years, follow account will be important but i don't think it's going to be important in the sense that most people think today um i strongly believe that in the near very near future um things especially in the creative space like photography and videography um jobs will be won or lost based on follow account because realistically it's free advertising. I mean, you look at that's, you look at that's um, that's so true, TV man. shows, um, things like yeah. I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here are a poor example, but um, things like Love Island, uh, The Bachelor, those sorts of shows drive audience views um, through so many different marketing channels. And if you're applying for one of those or if you're working on one of those, if you're hosting one of those, if you're doing anything really creative um having a follow account is a whole new marketing level um and so i i strongly believe that like i said jobs will be won or lost um based on follow account but i've had that same thought like you, you don't i know what you mean by you sound like hypocrite but yeah it's, sorry to yeah. Drop, what was so the like jobs will be lost based on that but at the same time followers aren't important they're not they're not the success the success is getting the job the success is creating something that people watch Mm. um so the follower count is still not the final i think for me the follower count it really depends for me the proper number is the impact i make the number of people that impact actually impact now analytically I think the only way to tell that, and this is going back to Gary V, which is uh, someone that the group had all over the other day. Um, <laughs> I read a lot of his books and I listen to him all the time and I, I idolize him, not going to lie. Um, but I see what he means because he comes from a background of similar, like I come from an, of the same mm-hmm. background, Russian immigrant. But he goes, mm. followers don't count, money doesn't count. Happiness counts when you're alive, but the final score is how many people show up at your funeral. And you can have yep. two, three, 10 million followers. If you have 10 people show up at your funeral, what does that say about you? It could say a lot of things. But yeah, I, I get where he's coming from. It's it's about the change that you can make and the people that you can affect in a positive yeah, way, exactly. hopefully. You live a legacy. It's like, cool, you make funny videos. I've laughed for about five seconds. Oh, I laugh five seconds per video that you make. Cool. But the the, the messages, the, the things that I'm after from TikTok are the ones that where kids go, yeah. you inspire me. You, I, I'm, I'm sometimes so sad. I get bullied at school and I come home and I watch your videos. Like literally mm-hmm. that was a message yesterday. No joke. 
and it's it, there's a responsibility you've got like a like a thing that you need to keep pushing yeah keep vibes um advice and just like a like a warm feeling of trust and then also educating the kids on what to deal how to deal with bullying and you know like i've got zero expectations but one day maybe i'll be sitting in a a bookstore that I've made a book about all this stuff in my late thirties, late 40s. And then a kid that watched me on TikTok right now will be in their thirties shaking my hand saying, yeah. thank you so much. I reckon that's I reckon that's the impact yeah. that I want to make. That that sounds like an awesome, awesome thing to go for. But the thing is that's yeah. 20 years from There's now. There's a long road between now and there. The difference between now yeah, there's so much work and it's involving patience. It's like, oh, sweet. I've, re- I've hit a milestone of followers and cool. Now I've unlocked the blue tick whenever that happens or sweet. Now the brands are taking me more seriously. Awesome. I'm making brand deals, making money. Cool. Yeah. What do I do with that money though? It's what do I, how I invest it. Like with my live streams, I've... Um, I didn't even have a goal, but I thought it was the coolest thing when at the end of my first live stream ever, I had $13 in my wallet. Yeah. TikTok wallet. And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I only, I only discovered it because I saw on YouTube, um, someone was talking about the TikTok wallet. And I was like, the hell is that? And I looked at it and I was like, oh, yeah, wow, I got $13. And then now it's like in three feet, in triple figures. Big and <laughs> I'm looking. And, but the thing is, I'm using that money to host yeah. game shows every Sunday, like you've seen, and I'm using that money for, to give them the kids gift cards. Yeah. It's the best thing. And, and I'm trying to evolve that. That's, that's one of my little projects I'm doing with TikTok is how can I evolve that? Because right now there are times where those Sunday afternoon episodes are getting really tricky because there's a lot of people in the chats yeah. like replying and I would love to be able to make a game show yeah. on YouTube. How I'm going to set that up? I have no idea. I, I have Maybe a couple of ideas. Maybe you can help me. Maybe, yeah. you know, there you go. Um, but it's that teaching experience and that charisma that I have that I have the confidence to do it. There was one point in time where I had 250 people viewing me. I'm not going to lie, it's because <laughs> I was wearing a banana outfit. But I had 250 people watching me out yeah. of their own free will walking outside in a banana outfit. I'm like, this is 2020 now. Yeah. And that's what's happening. How do I how do I manipulate that into a positive message to kids in terms of how to be confident and how to um, how to just do yeah. something that you want to do for fun and enjoy it? So that's really the the main message. But it's, it's also, you know, being that comedian and attracting the kids through humor and then they'll be going like, oh, what else do you have? Oh, you um, you talk about school. Oh, wow, I'm going into year seven this year. Oh, wow, he's got a year seven video. Oh, wow, now I'm so much more confident going into year seven. Next minute, 10 years down the track, they remember me. And then whatever I'm doing by then, maybe I'm still doing photography or whatever. Maybe their dad owns a villa in Japan and he wants some photos of it. So they fly me over. And, you know, like, yeah. this is the stuff I think about. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know where we started from that with that. I went on another tangent again. Oh, tangents <laughs> are great. I love them. 
<laughs> I love it. But yeah, so like the quiz show thing, it's like just giving back. Yeah. And getting those brand deals and giving back, not just going, hey guys, um, Monster has sponsored me as an energy drink. You should all drink it. No. There's no way. Like there's a study that just came out recently. 250 people, uh, sorry, 250,000 subjects were studied for um, dietary um, soft drinks. So like Coke Zero and stuff. They found out that the um, 951 element uh, ingredient in the Coke, I forget what it's called, but yeah, 951, you can look it up. It's linked to... Um, some some bad health yep. stuff and it only just came out yesterday watch watch coke absolutely just yep. shit themselves so now now i'm like like if coke comes up to me and says hey can you product place a coke can in your video i'll be like mm, no maybe not maybe yeah. not but it's coke it's like one of the biggest brands what would you do and, uh yeah it all comes back down to um what's your brand and um how do you not dilute that? Yeah, that's um, it. Which is kind of ironic because <laughs> you can dilute things in liquids. And no, that was poor, poor no, effort, that's poor effort, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. No, it, it comes back to um, yeah. How do you not dilute your own brand? Uh, and I think that's where um, it's very important to be aware. It's super important, man. Um, all right, I've got one more question for you before we go. Let's mm-hmm. wrap it up. Um, Fire away. <laughs> Have you enjoyed yourself? I have. It's good been chats. good. Good I, I do enjoy sitting down and just chatting with people. Uh, and day. I feel like some of the best podcasts are where you can just chat. Just have a chat. Joe Rogan style. Um, yeah, exactly. Thank you for your time. No, that wasn't a question. Um, if you could give advice to anyone and everybody about anything, what would it be? Your own personal message. Um, look, there's one thing I said in a group chat a little while ago um, to a bunch of creators, and I'll try and center this around um, TikTok. Um, if growth is your most important thing, it's very important to remember that the algorithm is designed for consumers, not for creators. Yeah. Um, and... I'm going to expand on that and bring it back a couple of steps um, to just remember that if you're doing things purely for views, um, you'll get the views, but that won't necessarily in the long run make you happier. It won't make you achieve your goals. Uh, It won't help in that sense. So um, you can, yeah, I guess you can take that two ways. You can take it as the easy way to success in what some people call it in views you can take it to mass views or you can remember that um, you may not get as many views but you can create what you want to create uh, and still be happy does that make sense yeah that makes sense that makes sense chase your happiness do it because you love it do it because you love it exactly not for somebody else and just remember that it's not always going to work the way you think it will uh, but if you're doing it for the right reasons, if you're doing it to be happy, if you're creating what you want to create, you'll end up with a much, much better experience. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter about the views. It's just a matter exactly. of you enjoying it yourself. I mean, I look back at my TikTok profile for the last couple of months and my dear Lord, I have not posted very much at all. And the stuff I have posted, I uh, am kind of skeptical about. 
but the stuff I've created behind the scenes that I haven't posted, it's been fun. <laughs> well, thanks for so much for your time, Scott. Um, no worries. Well, let's Thank continue. You, let's continue the chat later, um, and then maybe have a part two where we go. Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, thank you spot this is sponsored by this person this person this person we have our very first guest on the show coming back that'll be a thing i can't wait to do that coming back with the first guest but let's change it up a little bit let's bring other people in as well let's bring in some of the listeners <laughs> yeah that's oh man that's that's actually another idea all right anyway all right. And thank you very much thank you so much well, there it is and there it goes the first ever tiktok podcast episode featuring scott borson thank you very much looking forward to the next one if you would like to subscribe hit me up on spotify on itunes give us a review that would mean the absolute world and if you want to get in contact and be on the show then hit me up on instagram at seth's picks slide into those dms until then have a good one and as always good thanks